it's time to expand online. Hi, I'm Jamie Slutsky, and this is the podcast where we break down the tech and strategies that successful hands-on entrepreneurs just like you use to translate their services into online products. There is no fluff. There is no overwhelm. There is no shame. Let's get to it. It's time for you to expand online. Welcome to the Expand Online Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky, and this is episode number 196. This is episode number two in our Founders Series. Be sure to listen to all five episodes so that you can get a really good idea as to which of the products is the right software for your studio. I have with me Mike Grande from Rock Out Loud Live, Sam Reddy from Musee.live, Rebecca Featherstone from Musicology, and Eric DeGrove from Blink Session Music. You are going to hear their voices throughout this episode. Episode 196 is sharing with you the why behind the software as well as some of the really cool features of each of the pieces of software. This is kind of your primer episode and you'll get a good feel for who these founders truly are. We're starting with some of the easy questions. This first question here that you will hear from all four of the founders is when they started. You'll hear from Mike, then Sam, then Eric, then Rebecca. Got it. The company was started in 2017, in August, as a matter of fact, 2017, just coming off of a terrible winter storms that happened in the Northeast, I want to say from December to March. And what had happened is I have two music schools at the time, only one, but we had almost 300 students. So we had to reschedule four or five weeks of snowstorm lessons, which literally ended in August, at which point I said, you know what? I got to figure out a way that I can create an application where I can give music lessons online and experience and the experience as well. And that was the, the reason why I actually started to come up with this idea because we needed a way that we, we couldn't do reschedules. When we closed our doors, we would still be able to teach. That was the big thing is my coaches were in their house. The students were in the house. You could really have a great lesson virtually, but it was only Zoom that offered it. I figured if we can get something that had amazing audio, then we'd be able to pull it off. So that took, so August 2017, and then I went on a podcast with um, Danny Thompson, and uh, his podcast was a few years ago, and I said, the future's music lessons online, mark my words, and everybody said, no way, no way, no way. And it turns out that's the future music lessons is online. Musi is a part of a company that we actually started in 2016. So that was a part of a college project. It's called I Want to Practice. It, and that, it started off as like a practice app for students, but grew in pretty quickly to like a lesson management software for studios. Um, so we did that for a couple of years. And then um, in 2019, we started building Musi. And in early 2020, we released it. So since January 2020, we've had it on the market. We started uh, Blink Session Music. We launched that product in uh, July 2021, but we began Blink Session, the company, in uh, 2017. And that was uh, our original audience. Our original product was for therapists, like speech therapists, uh, occupational therapists, etc. So with Blink Session Music, we've just been out since uh, July 2021. I started right at lockdown. So uh, like the minute that we went into lockdown in March, whatever, 26 or something it was, 
um, I got on the phone with my accountant at the time and said, like, what am I going to do? You know, like, how am I going to continue my school? And um, I said, we, we taught on Zoom for a week and it was like a disaster. And uh, we just, why isn't there any program out there for teaching music online? And um, at the time, there wasn't a lot of really known, there's more have come out in the past year and a half. But um, my accountant said, well, you know, I can set you up. Why don't you just develop it? You can get it done and we'll work on the business plan, get it funded and get it started. So, so good. I love the passion and long-term visions of these founders. Mike already shared um, why the software was developed. So let's hear from Sam, Rebecca, and Eric as to why their software was developed. It's, it's always been designed for music teachers. The first intent was to help music teachers. Um, the idea with the first version of Musi was to actually create avenues of income for teachers that might not have been there presently. So we wanted to have flexibility as well. So teachers would have the ability to be teaching online, maybe in between other lessons that they were teaching. But as soon as we put it out and started talking to our teachers, um, it was pretty apparent that the need was for more of a studio set up for them and their own students. So, um, and of course the pandemic sort of rolled in at the same time. So it became very clear that the need was drive, let's drive this for allowing teachers to still operate their businesses. Um, the biggest thing in the early days was teachers were mostly just worried about still being able to run their business, never mind fancy features and all the extra bells and whistles. They just simply wanted to make sure their students could still attend lessons. So that became sort of the core focus of the business. Well, it wasn't specifically designed just for me. I mean, that's a really expensive ask for myself <laughs> to design that. Um, <laughs> it was designed for um, really to help the music industry because uh, what I see over here in Canada is that uh, the music industry is severely underfunded. It's overlooked. And the first thing that really shocked me was that during the pandemic, people had all this extra time on their hands. And the first thing they did was they learned a musical instrument, right? Like everybody, like anybody that I talked to, um, like people that are like in, you know, their background is like math or their background is business development or their background is consulting. Like they all wanted to learn an instrument and why the industry is so underfunded that way is beyond me when it's in such a need for humanity. So um, I think I'm trailing off here on the question. That's <laughs> okay. That's okay. I was just asking who it was really designed for. Yeah, it was designed for music teachers. Um, it was designed to fill a hole that was missing in the industry. Uh, my wife is a speech pathologist. And so our company started out of a, out of a real organic need. I, I, I have a background in music and she, she's a therapist, but we wanted to provide a software package that went beyond just providing that video conference. So yeah, we have that video conference piece. Um, but if you're a therapist, you need, uh, especially working with kids, you need to be able to have a more interactive experience and bring in games and, and activities. And there's a lot more to it than just, you know, what video pl platform I'm using. And so that was the impetus for that, that product. And that's something we transferred over to the music side. It was like, how do you take something you've done in person you know, for years maybe and do it online? You know, that's a simple question, but 
it goes, like I said, it goes beyond just picking the best sounding uh, video, uh, video conferencing product. Because the other thing we realized was video conferencing is either made for a, a chat with friends or it's made for business meetings. Um, Zoom, um, Teams, all those products, they, they do a great job with the video, but they're not made for that specific purpose of doing therapy and then now you know doing that music lesson. And so our, our, our need, we've always been very organic in our approach of, hey, let's just try to help people do this better. These origin stories lead right into the mission of the software that we are talking about today. So let's hear the mission statements and direction that things are going in each of Blink Session Music, Musicology, Rock Out Loud Live, and Musi. Yeah, the mission is to provide technology and training but that will make people successful delivering their services online. So the mission is to help people, like I said, who have done these things with great success in person, but then to be able to translate it online. Um, well, my mission is to make this as user-friendly as possible. It's to empower the non-power user. Um, a lot of uh, teachers that I've been speaking to around the world are, you know, they're close to 70 years old and they've never used technology. And so we aim for simplicity, no need for extra accessories. As I said, when we got on the call, I hate wearing headphones. Um, I don't really use a microphone in my lesson. And um, I wanted a platform that was simple for not only teachers to use, but for kids, kid-friendly and usable. The mission is just to give a pure audio experience that you can't get from any other platform. And that's one of the things that um, that it's been the challenge, right? You have excellent video, Zoom provides excellent video, HD video, but the audio has always been a challenge. So that makes sense. Businesses had uh, reasons to use Zoom and video was the reason. And when you go to the audio side, most people would just dial in on a phone or a polycom and connect. And so that would be their audio and the video would be there. So my mission was just to create the, the, the most incredible virtual music lesson experience and really, really focus on that audio. This is sort of, this hasn't really changed. Um, the whole idea with anything we've ever done is to create enjoyable music lessons. I've always loved my music lessons growing up, but I've spoken to tons and tons of people who have not had such great experiences. Um, and then they try to revisit instruments later in life, and which you, you know can be a great thing, but it's so sad to see so much time pass where people aren't playing. So our mission has always just been to foster the most productive and enjoyable music lessons and doesn't matter if it's online, in person, hybrid, just lessons in general. Let's transition now from the high level stuff to something that can get you excited. I asked each of our panelists, what is a feature or a set of features that you are most known for and most proud of? I think everybody knows me for the audio, the exceptional audio. We don't have a lot of the bells and whistles that my competitors have. And I think we have some incredible options for music teachers. Um, I think Zoom is probably the worst option. And uh, when I say we have incredible competitors, whether it's Muzi or Musicology, those folks have features that I don't have, but they're features that other music teachers could really use. So I focused on the audio. That was my, my real thing I, I really wanted to focus on. But um, yeah, that audio experience to me, I think everybody knows, knows me. I have um, the British Philharmonic uses it. Uh, Royal Conservatory of Music uses it. I have a lot of universities that use it. And they don't use it for any of the bells and whistles. It's strictly for the audio. 
So they use the enhanced audio recognition. And that's the, the one key that we have is a one button brings you to a whole set of servers that handles everything in the background, high definition audio with the lowest amount of latency possible. The one thing besides the audio that people know us for is the customer service experience. We offer live telephone support. We generally pick up after the first ring. For example, uh, we had a support call from New Zealand this morning at 6 a.m. So I was on a call at 6 a.m. with somebody in New Zealand. And then I had somebody in Europe a little bit later. So I, our customer support, I know it might not be considered a feature, but that is a huge perk for folks who might have some challenges with technology. So people really know us for that as well. Blink Session Music is a robust platform. You know, we have a lot of features because we've been around uh, a while. But um, the thing that really sets us apart is our ability to build a resource library that you can bring music into a session, sheet music, tabs, audio, all these things. And you can save in your resource library, but you can also share them as homework. So you can assign them uh, as homework to your students. So instead of just, oh, I'm going to screen share this website that I found this guitar tab on, you know, you, you, you can go to a resource catalog we have built in, or you can add your, your own resources, um, music, sheets, whatever. And you can share those uh, to your students, but you can also share them in your studio. So say you have a studio that's, you know, 10 piano teachers or something. You can build up that resource library, share them. Maybe you have copyright to share them. And then you, it's a seamless experience. So on the therapy side, we always started with that resource thing. We, we just seem we've moved it over to the music side so that... Uh, because what happens, uh, the emphasis for that resource thing was what happens when you go online, when you start teaching online, is that you you can't just hand somebody this to somebody. You know, it sounds it sounds like okay, well that's obvious. Well, but if you think that you know you're used to like making copies and handing uh, you know a lead sheet to somebody who's working on a song to a student, you can't do that online. So. We we kind of overcome those things by adding features like that resource uh, list that enables you to overcome that. Probably our uh, Clips tool. So Clips is our virtual duets. So we um, sort of acknowledge that internet is variable and that playing duet, you know, through any of these platforms really does rely heavily on whether or not your Wi-Fi and your connection and everything like that is stable. Um, and... So one thing we developed is a cool thing called clips. And basically the idea is that you can record your half of a duet, instantly share it over to the students and the students can then play along with it. So it creates the engagement that you might not have had otherwise. And it doesn't matter if the students are on a phone in their basement, on cell net, on a fancy laptop, it's any device, everything works. So you don't need to worry about internet or speed or anything like that. I think the feature I'm most proud of is probably the practice room. And the practice room is sort of a bundle of features, but the concept in itself is that everything that happens in a lesson goes directly into your student's practice room. And I think it's really important for students to have a dedicated space for everything that they're working on. If you can foster productive practice methods and, you know, enjoyable practice routines and an environment that promotes that kind of behavior, you'll inevitably have students that enjoy their lessons more, longer retention, things like that. But I think as a, it's also sort of one of those things, I wish I had it as a kid. You know, it's one of those, like, I wish I had that because that would have been perfect for me and how I wanted to practice. 
Um, I'd say the feature that there's actually a few of them that we're most known for. Um, I'd say from the student perspective, we're most known for our large animated emojis, which can seem totally silly for teachers, but um, they, they feed the kids' enthusiasm and rewards are great. Um, I'd say the next feature would be that all of our features are interactive and collaborative. So that's a big bonus because it kind of breaks down that barrier of the screen. Um, our MIDI keyboard is a big thing. I don't think that any other platform has a built-in MIDI keyboard that you can play on the screen um, with collaborative draggables to build melodies. Before we get into the second half of Rebecca's response, I just want to let you know that we had a little bit of a giggle between these two sections, which is why this kind of cuts right in. I say the collaboration, like I, I think that that is, um, you need some like math wizardry, right, to develop something like that so that the student and the teacher can interact on the screen at the same time. So I'd say the grand staff feature, um, which is where our MIDI keyboard is, and the movable notes on the staff um, would be the thing that I'm most proud of. It's pretty complex to develop and um, and it's, it's a, a great tool to use in your lessons. Now, it's all about the features of the software. That is what you as a music teacher are looking at. So I asked our founders how they determine what goes into updates in the software, what gets included, and the timeline for that. Based on the recommendations, we have a pretty robust Facebook group, uh, Facebook community, and there are constantly people, make, whether it's making a request or asking when this feature might be available. So we just generate all the emails and requests and figure out what the best one or the most uh, asked for or recommended or requested one is. And then we take it to development and find out how fast we can do it and how efficiently we can do it. But what a lot of the folks don't seem to understand who ask for these requests is that it's not just a request for the platform. It's a request that has to be tweaked across the entire uh, realm of mobile devices, iPads, Android oper operating systems, Mac operating systems, you know, Microsoft operating systems. So as much as we'd like to get it done immediately, those are one of the biggest challenges is you take what they're asking for and then find out how to do it. Then you build it and it works on Mac. Then you got to get it on Windows. Then you got to get it on Android. Then you got to put it in the App Store. And then you got to put it in Google Play. And then you got to make sure it works on the iPad mini. So there's so many screen resolutions. So that's the the, uh, the challenge. But we usually wait for, I guess, the majority rules. And then that's usually posted in the Facebook groups or just as simple as an email request. We have um, a community Facebook group. And so I get a lot of feedback there through polls, um, also on our newsletter. Um, I am always looking for teacher feedback because although I am a teacher myself, a piano teacher, not everybody teaches in the same style that I do. And um, we do have a number of guitar teachers, voice teachers, drum teachers, you know, like uh, sitar teachers <laughs> using our platforms, um, violin. And so, you know, it's impossible for me to make those decisions um, myself. So I um, get a lot of feedback from teachers around the world and everybody's really willing to help, which is great. It's become a community build. The list. So <laughs> the list is sort of a running joke in Musi. It's every feature that's ever been suggested to us goes onto a list. Um, it's huge now. But the cool thing is whenever someone suggests the same thing that's already on there, it just gets a little check mark next to it. We basically build out this list and whatever's up at the top is the most popular thing. And that's usually what gets put into the to the build list. Now, of course, there are obvious like bugs and 
you know, maintenance and just things that we might be building to like set ourselves up for the future for other projects. Those are things that we'll add in as well. Um, you know, just like internal things that we might be working on. But for any major feature that has anything to do with teachers, it's or the students, it's all coming directly from them. Um, and we have like a you know survey we put out every few weeks that they'll fill out and suggest new ideas and things like that. So great way of keeping it going. We are very in tune with our users. We we need to be able to meet their needs. Like I said, if our mission is about making the transition from uh, in-person to online lessons, um, and we are about you being successful doing that, then the most one of the biggest priorities for us is listening. And we uh, we survey people, we ask questions, we talk to our customers, and we, we think through what is the thing that would be most beneficial. But we also think in terms of the thing that um, is beneficial, maybe that they don't think of. I, like, I say that because um, there's all kinds of technology that lives in the background that is very useful, but it's not things that people normally think about, you know, like, um, you know, how well the system accommodates different screen sizes. Well, if you only, only uses, if you only use the uh, system on a computer, you might not think about that. So we, we try to think beyond just, this is what our customers are saying they want to, how do we make the whole thing better for them and their clients, no matter what device they're on. And our final question for this episode, be sure to come back to all the rest of the episodes in this series. But the final question for this episode is on the features that have been added most recently. There's some really good ones. And just so you know, we recorded this a couple weeks ago. So there might be even newer features by the time you get into the software. Blink Session Music, um, as compared to other uh, products that are available for the music lesson industry, uh, we do have a whole other, besides delivering online lessons, we have a whole um, system to manage your, your business, scheduling, uh, reminders, notes, taking payments, all that stuff. So the, the most recent feature was the ability to do text reminders and notifications and to set up your own preferences. So your, your, um, the student or their parent could log in and said, you know, I want to get notifications about new homework and appointments by text or email. So we've just gotten the extra step there to really uh, improve that. Uh, and that really, that, um, that part of our system can be used for in-person lessons or online lessons. Um, so uh, we've, we've been working that out. Um, the other thing we just released actually a few weeks ago was a met metronome that allows you to play a metronome on your student's side or your side or both at the same time. So we, we call that, that's part of our widgets um, which we're, we're continuing to build out widgets that live in the platform um, they, for doing online lessons. Our assignment tool, it actually uh, it comes out today, so or this morning. Um, or when this goes live, it'll have been out for a little while. Um, so the really cool thing about that tool is that it allows teachers to create and replicate assignments with different students. And students can then track their progress tied to that assignment they can record videos and upload material tied to the assignment specifically. So teachers can go in and check the progress instead of teachers just sharing material and having students practice it. Now there's more of like an organization linked between those things. Um, 
And for students, it means that when they log in and they go to their assignments, all the specific material for that assignment is all tied together. So it might be a video, a PDF, a whiteboard document, an audio file, all about major scales. And so you can go in there and that's like your bundle of information about major scales. Um, and so that's going to be a really great way of enhancing the quality for students, but also for teachers, the organization of keeping everything in like marked assignments is going to be much easier. Um, so that's really cool. That's well, we only launched a month ago, so we've added all of them most recently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd say like, well, we launched for the iPad in April and then we did the web app in um, September. So there are some differences there because iOS can't do certain things that the web can and vice versa. Um, the most recent thing that we added to just sort of enhance our grand staff feature was um, Rainbow Keys. And um, that's where you can uh, you can click on a little button that has a picture of a rainbow and it makes the keys flash rainbow colors. But then in addition to that, there's another button that the kids can um, select their own color. So if they're a big fan of turquoise, you know, they can make their piano keys turquoise. And this is a great incentive for the kids. So that was our, our newest feature that we implemented. I'm already so inspired by Rebecca and Eric and Mike and Sam and the software that they are creating specifically for music teachers. If you are at all interested in their products, definitely go check them out. And be sure to come back to the podcast. So hit the subscriber follow button because next week we are getting into some of the really important factors that you're going to want to consider as you move forward with deciding which tool you are going to use. As always, I'm up for conversations. So hit the link for callwithjamie.com in the show notes and download my guide for helping you make money teaching music online. I'll be back with our third episode in this series next week.